1: mybookie. That's mybookie.ag. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code DRINKINBROS to secure your deposit bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Drinking Bros Baseball Show. I am your host, Rob Fox, and I am joined as always by Dan Holloway, who is relaxing today. Yeah.
0: Chilling out, Max and relaxing, shooting some people outside of the school. Just feet up, fucking uh, YOLO. <clears throat> I feel like uh, nobody's taking too much seriously these days, right? So why should I?
1: Yeah, no, nothing matters, right? We just pumped a movie theater stock up to its highest level ever while there, there's no movies in theaters. And, yeah, uh,
0: and use the money to go watch two people who don't fight fight. Well, well, a bunch of people who don't fight. I guess Mayweather fights, but nobody else yeah.
1: involved in this is a fighter. But the only one who is a fighter is, an, is It's a <laughs> fake fight. Yes. So.
0: Well, no, they allowed knockouts and shit, right?
1: They, yeah, but I mean, there's no judgment or anything like that. So, on, the, I mean, Floyd basically has to knock out Logan Paul, right? For anything to happen.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure that's. Uh, I'm sure Mayweather
1: requested that one because he doesn't want a loss on his record, right? Yeah, but the only way Logan could beat him is by knocking him out, right? So
0: Logan's fucking, like, six inches taller and, like, 50 pounds heavier. So. Yeah,
1: they had a weird stare down today. It was, like, uncomfortably close.
0: What if they just started kissing?
1: That's what it, I mean, I was kind of rooting for that, to be honest. Or at least rooting for Logan to kiss him. Just to see what would happen, but well, what, whatever.
0: We'll see. I mean, he's got his hat, so who knows now, <laughs> yeah. right? God damn it. Or was that Jake that did that? No,
1: that was Logan. Jake was talking today about the Tyron Woodley fight though. Uh about how he's gonna a Disney star is gonna knock out a fighter or some shit like that. But whatever. This isn't a fight show, it's a fucking baseball show. And uh there's some big fucking news coming down the pipe in the MLB. Um spin rate, I think we talked about this earlier, uh, in the season. Um, but spin rate is like crazy up and obviously strikeouts are higher than they've ever been, like to obscene levels and all this fucking shit, pitchers are better than ever, and obviously hitters are you know, trying more for three true outcomes or whatever, but also it's become harder. Three true and,
0: outcomes is a walk, hit, or a strikeout. Pretty much, yeah. A walk, home run, or strikeout yeah, in yeah, yeah. some cases, right? Yeah, well, so, per,
1: it pretty much is home run because they're, yeah. they're trying to launch. Um, anyway... So part of it is the hitter approach, but part of it is too, it's just become harder to hit than ever because pitchers A are fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Their stuff is their arms are stronger or legs or whatever you want to call it are stronger than ever. And um and their spin rate's up, their stuff is just dirtier than ever. But turns out it's not their stuff that's dirty. It's the fucking baseballs.
0: Yeah. Or their hands, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> but it, it makes sense. I mean, that's the natural progression, right? If the if all the data is suggesting that spin rate is one of the most important parts of delivering a pitch that is difficult to square up, which is the point of hitting. Then, of course, dudes are going to try to figure out ways to get the most spin rate on the ball.
1: Right, and then you and so you have in like in that instance, you have like, uh, you know, Trevor Bauer, who on the surface, on like the like up and up side of shit, will be like, yeah, I study spin rate all the time. I like work on increasing my spin rate or whatever. Um, but most of these guys, and maybe probably Trevor Bauer included. They just put shit in their glove and then put it on the ball right. or on their hat.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have done a lot of things over the years. So, <clears throat> Nolan Ryan used to get accused all the time of having his uh, catcher uh, uh, doctor the ball for him, either by rubbing it on the dirt before he threw it back to him or whatever, just to get a, uh, some extra seam, like a cut in the baseball. That makes his breaking pitch break harder. Right. Right. So they didn't know about spin rate then, but they didn't know that the harder you can make your breaking pitch break, the harder it is the hit. So <clears throat> that's happened. I mean, we all know about Gaylord Perry. Phil, uh, not Phil Negro. Gaylord Perry, Mike Scott from the Astros, who was a teammate in old rides, was notorious for doctoring the ball. Um, it's been going on for a very, very long time.
1: I mean, it's been going on all <clears throat> the way back to the spitball.
0: Yeah, I mean, the spitball was actually a legitimate pitch at some point in baseball. It, it wasn't illegal. It was just like, oh, that guy's actually really good because it's hard to control it. You just throw it and hope for the best, yeah. like a knuckleball, right?
1: And not only was a spitball legal, but when they made it illegal, if you were already a spitballer, you were grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. So you could keep spitting, Yeah, but no new guys could. Yeah. But yeah, so the situation's gotten so fucking bad uh, with the dirty balls or whatever, that former Red Sox and Cubs exec uh, Theo Epstein uh, he works for the MLB now, and he has been sort of uh, charged with making the game more fun to watch. Uh, recently, on Bill Simmons' podcast, Epstein told Simmons that they were that after speaking to hundreds of fans, players, and execs, the consensus was, believe it or fucking not, that the fans wanted uh, more actions on the base paths, more running, more doubles and triples. And uh, fewer strike Not necessarily fewer home runs because everybody likes a dinger. But. So
0: they want to go back to the 1980s then. Yes. Well, the early 1980s. Because in the late 1980s is when strikeouts started to get crazy. Yeah, when the
1: Bash Bros came in. Yeah. The Bash Bros kind of killed uh, the sort of uh, Cardinal Whitey ball. Yeah, well, of. I mean,
0: there had been a couple of players throughout history that had done that. Mickey Mantle struck out a lot, yeah. especially for his time. Uh, nobody struck out more than Reggie Jackson before Reggie Jackson existed. Yeah. Rob Deere is one of those guys in the late 80s. Um, somebody struck out 200 times. Who was it? Buck, I can't remember. No. Well, he may have at some point. Yeah,
1: he probably did. <laughs> but that was pretty. I mean, even fucking Babe Ruth was, you know, switched the game from running to power for a while. Yes, for sure. I mean, he was
0: the first legit. Oh, yeah. Mark Reynolds. Struck out 223 times. Oh yeah, with
1: the fucking Diamondbacks and shit. Yeah. Adam
0: Dunn struck out 222 times. Chris Davis 219. I think that might have been that year Chris Davis where he like for the season hit like 180. Yeah, one he 180, but was like like, 25 million dollars that year.
1: But he still had like 25 home runs or something stupid. It's just like his only hits were home runs or some something dumb like that. Yeah. But uh, so one of the primary ways that Epstein uh, plans on achieving the (laughs) I guess more base runners or whatever is finally forcing umpires to seriously enforce uh, pitchers uh, not using banned substances. Do they
0: really think that that, I mean, this always happens with legislative bodies, whether it's the government or even just like the mop rule of Twitter or something like that. Is it really that? Are guys really doing that that much? I don't believe they are. I don't believe it.
1: There have been a lot of videos (laughs) going around that would disagree. Okay. Like, uh, I saw one on TikTok the other day, it's like, because uh, Josh Donaldson has threatened to come out and expose every pitcher that he knows for sure is cheating. And uh, this guy this guy on TikTok the other day, his a very John Boy-esque uh, video, was like, Josh Donaldson going to expose him? No, I expose him. And it was just a video of pitcher after pitcher, very clearly with pine tar on the pinky of their glove. Mm-hmm. And they would be, you know, or on this hand usually. And then before they get the ball back or whatever, they would just be like, yeah, okay. And then uh, they were bitching the other day. I want to say Schilt. Uh, the Cardinals manager was bitching the other day about Radone and his hat. He's like, where's the same hat constantly all year? Yeah,
0: packing. he did. He, I, I do remember that. And <clears throat> I mean, a lot of guys are nasty like that. Yeah. Like Jeff Bagwell wore, wore the same helmet for like six years, and it had like six years worth of fucking pine tar it. was on it. filthy, yeah. It was disgusting. Biggio, but, too. Biggio was yeah. the same. They're just
1: like It's just like they'd roll around in mud before every fucking gross. game.
0: It's interesting. So Josh Donaldson says not only does he have a list of pitchers who cheat, but he's got evidence to prove it. I don't know what that means.
1: I mean, there's a million cameras in the stadium. All he's got to do is go to the Twins. For sure. But what's,
0: what's Josh Donaldson doing, taking batting practice after the game or reviewing tape looking for that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, don't, don't get me wrong, batters do watch a lot of tape on pitchers, their motion, trying to pick up tells. Yeah. And maybe Donaldson's one of those kind of guys. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, offense is always better. It's always more entertaining. Every major push in every major sport has been towards more offense. Hockey with the fucking two-line pass rule and uh, the checking rules in the neutral zone and all that other shit. Uh, football protecting the quarterback. Uh, you know uh, the NBA with the fucking shot clock, the three-point line coming in, all this other being right. created in the first place, then coming in, then the fucking hand check rule and all this other stuff, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Everything has always been geared towards more offense, so I'm fine with that. Let them fucking take steroids, God damn it. <laughs> Let's see how far the baseball can travel. I want to see a 600-foot home run in my lifetime. That's what I want to see. I want to see. I don't think the-
1: you're far from that to be quite honest. No, we've
0: seen, I think the, the farthest that's actually been measured was 551 by Mickey Mantle, like went into a, the apartment, or I'm sorry, went into the parking lot of a fire department on the other side of right field fence.
1: Jesus. Back uh, in the day. Looks <clears throat> like the longest home run ever hit in professional baseball history. It, was, it wasn't MLB, though. It was a 582 feet. Joey Meyer of the Denver Zephyrs.
0: What the fuck? Oh, so it was in Denver.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a wood bat, though.
0: So that's what I want to see. I want to see uh, the best sluggers on earth square up the the, uh, the fastest-pitched ball in Denver and s- to see where it goes. Well,
1: actually, you know you know what would be a better place to do that? Have a fucking game or a series in Mexico City. Yeah, that's which, true. Which is like 2,000 feet higher. Yeah, it's like 7,000, 7,200 yeah. uh, elevation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that'd be dope.
1: Just fucking I'd watch put, that. Put it, I would, too. It's a fucking arcade game at that point. But... Um, What's funny is, so, like, they know this is coming down the pipe. And Epstein really fucking wants to do it because he wants more people on base, wants more base runners and shit like that. And, uh, yeah, not having to uh, hit a slider that explodes in a way that doesn't make sense uh, Mm -hmm. might help that. But what's funny is the pitchers don't seem to give a shit that it's coming down the pipe. Uh, John Heyman tweeted, MLB is alarmed at the number of suspicious baseballs collected during the period where pitchers knew of the collections. P- right. Pitchers also mm. knew that there, it was a survey period, so no bans were going to come down yet. But pitchers knew the balls were going to be collected, and we're still like, dude, fuck it. I'm greasing this bad boy up.
0: So we're surprised by that. I mean, people always try to get away with you. Look at how many people fucking, <clears throat> what were there, 300? Well, the Mitchell Report listed 300 people, but there were 160 Major League Baseball players who had shady blood or urine during the testing phase for the original fucking steroid testing. 160. Now, there's only 750 goddamn Major League Baseball (laughs) players, man. Now, a lot of them were fucking two-way guys that went up and down to double A and stuff like that, but that's still a very sizable... How many people probably play in the Major Leagues in one season? What, 1,000, maybe 1,100? yeah, so, probably. So 10% of the goddamn league still tested positive when they knew they were being fucking checked? <laughs> it's incredible, man. People don't care until it's time to fucking face consequences. Right. And then they're still going to try to get away with it.
1: I mean, yeah, you might as well keep <clears throat> your, you know... ERA as low as you can, your strikeouts up while you're not going to get punished for it.
0: if you're not going to get punished this year for it, keep it up because this might be your fucking only year to get a big contract.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So 100%. Well, fuck, even if it's not your year to get a big contract, I, I, even if you can point to like, well, a year and a half ago, I have these fucking numbers.
0: Yeah. And baseball managers, I'm sorry, baseball general managers are fucking stupid. They pay for dumb shit all the time, man. It's, it's, it it boggles the mind.
1: Mostly past performance. Yeah. Um, do you think if they do actually enforce this, like what do, what do you think the effects are?
0: Well, it depends on how um, stringent the penalty is, I suppose. I believe so it's it
1: a 10-day suspension. For the
0: first offense. What about the second? Is it 80?
1: I don't know. Like, they probably wouldn't do it that much like it's steroids, but right. it might be so 10 days is essentially you miss a start. Miss two starts unless it Oh yeah, so you miss two starts. Yeah. So what would the next one be? You miss a month essentially?
0: I guess, Maybe. but what about after that? What about the third one?
1: I mean, thir- my- and does
0: it reset the next season, or does that carry with you yeah, forever? I don't,
1: I don't fucking know. I mean, because obviously the steroids <clears> and the <throat> domestic abuse carry over, but I don't know. Uh, if-
0: does domestic abuse? What's baseball's policy been on that so far?
1: Uh, touch and go. <laughs> <laughs> like to play the balls that lies.
0: Um, so, just to address something in the in the chat here, Kevin uh, Balderras says. Didn't Bryce Harper brag about hitting a five hundred footer with a metal bat at like fifteen years old. No, he didn't brag about it. An ESPN reporter was there and he got it on video and it was on the front page of ESPN the magazine when that still existed. That happened. Yeah. That absolutely happened.
1: No, that was a very real, yeah, insane thing. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, that's why we're all so disappointed. Um yeah, really <laughs> to be honest. Nobody more than fake Dan over there who's a Philly fan, and God bless him. He just can't help it. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know how effective it's going to be. I, I would assume, I don't know,
1: 0%. It's it, not it, really.
0: It only depends on the enforcement, right?
1: Yeah, on if the umpires <clears throat> play along.
0: And how do, you, how do you, and the players' association, too. Like, yeah. how, where the grievances are going to be filed. What does it mean for something to be a foreign substance?
1: Well, all, I mean, wouldn't that split the players' association in half, though? Because a hitter maybe, doesn't yeah. want to fucking deal with that.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but it's uh, it's Tony Clark. He's a hitter, so he's the fucking president. Right. We'll see. But I, it's, it's uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It's For them, I think it's less about the competition and more about the owners and the league not having control over them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, I I, I, I wonder what they'll define as a foreign substance. If you're a hitter, if you're a pitcher in the National League and you're hitting, right? Let's say the DH is not there right now and you've got pine tar in your fucking palm. That's there's a perfectly legitimate reason for that to be there. Right. So how much, how many times does it have to show up on an actual fucking baseball before you can be ejected from the game and suspended? I don't know. Is it a, is it a judgment call every single time? Because that kind of shit never fucking works. (laughs) You know what I mean? There'll be some umpires who enforce it all the time. There'll be some who never do. We see the shit in the NBA every year. The NBA, for whatever fucking reason, publicly announces the things they're going to be looking for in the playoffs. Like, we're really going to be paying attention to the hand check this year. Like, why? Why would you even say that out loud? Tell the referee that, but you don't have to tell the goddamn world, man. What the fuck? Like, the players will figure it out and adjust. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. This is very bizarre to me that they're even making this a fucking thing.
1: I mean, I get it from a
0: competition standpoint. Yeah. I really do, but fuck, man. I mean, you got to have some kind of plan here, and uh, hopefully they will.
1: Should be some fun uh, manager, player, umpire arguments coming out of it. You might get yeah. another George Brett.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that was a weird, that was a weird situation right there because the umpire did exactly what he was supposed to do, which is put the bat down on the plate because the plate's 19 inches wide, right? And he was. It seemed like he was right to me. <laughs> I don't know why that got overturned later. That seemed like the umpire yeah. made the right call. I mean, he did. Uh, he did exactly what he's supposed to do there. Like that's what you're taught in umpire schools is that you put the fucking bat down on the plate. It's more than that. Yeah, a retire rather up on the barrel than that, then it's a fucking out,
1: and then you're fucking <clears throat> gone. They the other one, quite the other one thing they had is they're like, are they going to enforce this on Jacob Degrom the same way they would enforce it on you know?
0: Well, what do you think? Do random they, what the do fuck? They, do they enforce uh, foul calls on <laughs> right Steph Curry and LeBron James <laughs> right. and I right. mean. Look, of course not, because like every other fucking professional sport, particularly team sports, it's a game of stars. It's a game of all stars. It's it's the game is about people tune in to entire games just to see what fucking Acuna. I mean, I do sometimes. I sometimes I will only watch a Braves game because I want to see what that kid does when he comes up to the plate. People do the same thing for stars everywhere. Some people only tune in when Jacob DeGrom is pitching.
1: Oh, when I'm fucking like if I'm Mm. out and I can't watch a Braves game and I'm checking the score. Yeah. And I see that Acuna's up on the app. I will turn I will turn turn that fucking game on. Yeah. For that amount of time or whatever. Uh, Next up. Really important question. Are the Giants legit?
0: The uh, San Francisco Giants? Yeah. I mean, they changed their logo to a rainbow flag, so I probably, right? <laughs> <Eek>. uh, <clears throat> it's a good question. They're fucking 34 and 21. But now we're getting into the portion of the season where you really start playing in your division. I mean, you know. So they're going to have to play. I mean, look, they've played the Padres and the Dodgers already. Yeah. So it's not like they haven't played we're, them yet, but now you're getting into this, the 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 meat part, the first meaty part of interdivisional play, and we'll see. I mean, so far it looks like yes, but I don't know how sustainable it is.
1: It's there's been some uh, <clears throat> eyebrow raising things mm. that, like you said, seem unsustainable. I mean, first off, they do have a plus uh, sixty one something like that run differential, mm-hmm. so it's not like. Uh, <clears throat> I want to say the A's are in first place with a negative run differential right, right now, so it's not like fucking. Cra- oh, you're plus one now. Yeah. Go A's, look at that. Um, <laughs> but uh, Posey looks like the Posey looks like MVP Posey. He's slashing three four five and has a one sixty nine WRC plus. Like he's not fucking around. I think nine home runs or something like that yeah. too. Or no, he has double digit home runs. Uh, Evan Longoria. Also looking like peak Evan Longoria. Uh, 139 WRC, nine fucking home runs. Defense is still there. Uh, and then former uh, Oriole and Brave, who has always had a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. Kevin Gossman is, Gossman is a literal fucking Cy Young contender right now. Yep. Uh, six wins, ERA under two, uh, whip under one, and a K to nine ratio over 10.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in the rotation. Gossman is a legit Cy Young candidate. Johnny Cueto is having his best season since 2014 when he was a Cy Young candidate as well. And uh, uh, fucking D. Schiplini is having the first... Well, so we'll see, right? He had one good season with the Reds back in the day, but was injured for for a good part of it for about a third of the season. If he puts together a full season like this, this will be, without question, the best season of his career. So when you have three guys having career years in the in the top end of your rotation, you're gonna have some success and I think it's bearing out in the fucking bottom line, obviously.
1: They don't have a starting pitcher <clears throat> with an ERA over four right now.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. In the modern era, that is very bizarre to see. And, you know, they've had good success with uh with uh their bullpen as well. I mean, uh McGee's got a he's got a rocky ERA, <clears throat> but a lot of that is a game here and a game there for the most part he's doing pretty um, well.
1: I typically am way more concerned with the relievers whip than an ERA. Yeah. Cause the, it's like a funky, funky things happen when yeah. you're reliever, and his whip right? is
0: one Oh six. Right. Uh, and he's in uh, 14 save opportunities. He's blown too. I mean, that's not, that's, that's, that's all to be honest. That's all star level. Right. It's, it's not like a great, one of the great closer seasons we've seen with like 50 plus saves or anything like that. But it's, it's definitely good, and like you said, they're fucking. It's weird to see Buster Posey because uh, you haven't you don't hear that name much anymore. It's weird. well, he sat out last year. Yeah, well, he's and, but even before he sat out, he's had a lot of injury problems too. Yeah. Um. So maybe you know, being a catcher, the year off helped him out.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably adopting <laughs> those uh, little uh, foreign twins or whatever he had. To, he like. Grab two kids from uh oh, I don't yeah. I don't remember where.
0: You think he's drinking their blood or something?
1: Well look, I can't you can't rule it out with yeah. a, rich, a rich guy. We'd have to ask Affelt. We're like, mm. does Posey seem like a blood drinker yeah, to you? Like maybe. a baby blood drinker?
0: But he is having one of the best years of his career right now. I mean he's on pace for thirty home runs. Uh, he's hitting three fifteen, having a good year. Uh, he, he's thirty four years old though, and he's a catcher. Right. So we'll see.
1: You know what's weird is long. I guess they don't have anywhere else to put him because Belt is there. But he was yeah. t- he was taking time at first base back in the day. Yeah. But I guess they, they have to keep him <laughs> at catcher essentially for the time being. Although maybe he's on some Molina shit, Tom Brady shit, where he's just stretching and mm. staying healthy or what. I don't fucking know. Maybe. But the Giants are also. I mean, they're sixteen and eleven against the West right now. Uh, the Padres are seventeen and eleven, and the Dodgers are seventeen and eight. Basically, those three teams are beating the shit out of the Rockies and Diamondbacks. Right. And I think kind of splitting splitting with each other for the most part uh but i don't have those numbers in front of me um but dude i it's an interesting team like is there anything the giants are like all that bad at like their offense is mediocre i guess you could say
0: it's it's good enough to get the job done the right i would say the back end of their rotation um is not good enough to be competitive in the playoffs so if any of their top three starters go down for some reason, then yeah. I mean, so when you say are they real or not, they're real enough to win this division for sure. They've demonstrated that. Are they real enough to win in the playoffs? That <clears throat> is an altogether different question.
1: See, I, I, yeah, I pretty much just mean win the division because, I mean, once you get into the fucking playoffs, you know, who knows? Johnny Cueto right. might go on a fucking heater mm-hmm. or they might get murdered by, like, a wild card Brewers team. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, you know, who, whoever... knows with that shit
0: you never know I mean Cueto's uh Gossman's had a little bit of playoff experience most of it was a while ago um Cueto has had uh Cueto's got a ring he's got yeah he's got quite a bit of uh playoff experience including quite a bit of success uh uh as as a starter on a team that won I mean that he had a he got roughed up in one game with the Royals that year, but for the most part, it looked pretty good. Yeah. Right?
1: I mean, he was their big, uh, <clears throat> mid season acquisition that year yeah. and it paid the fuck off yeah. for sure.
0: Now, uh, I don't think, yeah, DeScapolini has never been in the playoffs. Uh, so their top three guys. They're okay. Cueto and, uh, and, uh, Gosman are certainly the kind of guys who can win in the playoffs. Now, Cueto has demonstrated that Gosman, maybe to a lesser degree, but, uh, I don't know about the rest of this team. They're old, right? You know what I mean. And 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 September and October a long way from now. It yeah. may seem like it's close, yeah. But if you have to do the same thing every single day of the week until then, right? It's fucking a, a far like Brandon Belt, Buster Posey, Evan Longoria, Brandon Crawford are all thirty four. I think right.
1: They're, yeah, I mean, those, you're talking about two. You're talking about Longoria, who was great with the Rays <coughs> a decade ago, mm-hmm. and then those guys, those other guys, are just they're left over from the. The dynasty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Cueto has just been around forever. Yeah. And uh, the, I mean,
0: the, some of their other better uh, performers uh, on the season, Carlos uh, Strzemski's nephew yeah. started pretty hot, but he's cooled off now. I think he's like hitting 210 or some shit now. Um, <clears throat> and they've been getting a lot of help from their bench too. I mean, they've, they've been getting a lot of uh, run production that I think is I think they're hitting above their weight right now and they're also pitching above their weight. The pitching may continue, I don't expect the hitting to cuz it just doesn't usually work that way.
1: Right. And well, and they also they play in a pitcher's park. Mm. And they they play pretty good defense. Mm. I mean Crawford is in his 30s, but he's a good defensive shortstop. And- yeah, he's
0: one of the better. I, his range is less now than it used to be, but he he's certainly one of the better defensive shortstops in the league. He makes all the plays he's supposed to make. He right. very rarely boots anything. Right.
1: And you have, you know, even if he's uh, old, you still have an elite, uh, according to Affelt, the best pitch framer he's ever been with in Posey, and also just an elite mind in terms of running a rotation in in Posey. So, yeah, yeah, the pitching definitely has a better shot.
0: And having the lefty and righty closer that have both demonstrated success already this year is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like, you put... it, 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 It... I know it, it may maybe sounds weird to people who haven't uh, followed the game or people who haven't played it, but having the confidence that you have two dudes at the back end of your game is fucking night and day. Like Mariano Rivera and John Wetland, for example, right. in the same team. Or anybody in Mariano Rivera during his stretch.
1: Right. Or, I mean, those Royals teams, <clears throat> they, they played six inning games. Yeah. Because the back end of that, and the, and the other team knew it. Yeah. They're like, dude, if we're not up yeah. in the fucking sixth inning, like yeah. it's done.
0: Which means they have to take bigger risk, which means if you play the game the right way, over time, you're going to win just, just uh, the statistical average. You'll win uh, 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 about 63% of the time, I think, which is good enough. Yeah. Right? A 630 winning percentage is going to get you into the playoffs. Every, every so, t- literally you know every I mean? time. I mean, that is, that's all things being equal. Obviously it doesn't always work out like that. But if, uh, one team is having to take risk and the other team just plays by the book, this is like the house versus right. The house wins 63% of the time. Yeah. That's how that works. So, you know, there will be some times you lose 30 fucking 7% of the time, but 63% you'll win. So that's it. Yes. The answer mm-hmm. is yes. But in the playoffs, like with every other sport, all bets are off.
1: Yeah. But especially in this sport, yeah, this sport in the NHL is the two where it's like, yeah. what, you don't know what the fuck. You get a
0: hot happening. goalie in the NHL, it's over. Yeah, but I mean, if you get a hot, if the back end of this bullpen, I, I don't give a fuck what the starters do. Like if they can, if you can get four and a half or four and a third or fucking five innings out of your starters with that kind of bullpen, with two guys that close it down at the end of the game, you can fucking win series yeah. for sure. One hundred percent. We'll see what happens there.
1: Uh, we got some sponsors that uh, amazingly enough, yeah, yeah that uh, are like, hey. We'll pay to be on this, which is uh, interesting, but I'm into it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, the first one is, uh, is uh, Kill Cliff. Not just Kill Cliff CBD, but Kill Cliff, <laughs> although the Flaming Joe CBD <coughs> is back in stock. Yeah, finally. Uh, go to killcliff.com. Uh, uh, live your life full of flavor, as they say. But Kill, uh, Flaming Joe is our favorite one. We like to uh, put tequila in it because yeah. it tastes like pineapple and jalapeno. It's also
0: good with rum, by the way.
1: I'm not, I'm not a big rum guy. Rum...
0: Oh, uh, I know you're not a big rum guy. I'm just telling the audience it's not all about you, Bob. You piece
1: of shit. That's fair. That's a fair critique. Um, but yeah, so Killcliffe, If you don't know the company background of it, uh, it was developed by a U.S. Navy SEAL uh, to give you the benefits you need without sacrificing flavor. Overcome any obstacle with Kilcliff CBD recovery drinks. Their products help you operate at your best because they know uh, in life there are no off days and that quitting is never and option. Again, the CBD products are incredible and they don't have like THC or anything. Like if you're a first responder or in the military or uh, a police officer, because I know a lot of you guys listen to these shows, you're not going to fail a drug test drinking this stuff. It's just CBD, no THC or anything like that. Uh, the new Flaming Joe, like we said, is uh, it's back. It's their most popular flavor uh, across all their drinks. And uh, right now, Killcliffe is running 30% off the CBD flavors in particular. Uh, they got the Flaming Joe, which, like we said, is pineapple jalapeno, mango tango, orange crush, the goat. Orange kush. Orange. Oh, it says crush on this. Yeah, it's wrong. It's kush. Oh, kush. It's probably an
0: autocorrect because the internet doesn't want you to say kush. But I like the
1: word kush. terrible. I hate that. Uh, what is the goat? <laughs> what flavor is the goat?
0: Grapest of all time.
1: <laughs> also
0: known as cereal grapest.
1: I like that. Yeah. Uh, strawberry Days. I drank one of those yesterday. That was really good. Uh, or you can just get a variety pack of all of them. I mean, they're all good. I, I yeah, haven't are. had one. I, I uh, just like that they're all pretty good. Um, for a limited time only, the promo code Bros will get you 30% off. That's right. Go to killcliff.com and use the promo code Bros to get you 30% off all drinks and apparel all month long. Uh, but they don't just have CBD. They have the Ignite Energy drink as well. They have Flaming Joe in Ignite mm. now. Clean energy, and they are clean energy drinks. The taste is also great. Uh, Usually, when I'm like hungover or something, uh, Red Bull or whatever is like the last thing I want to.
0: Red Bull tastes like wet car keys.
1: Yeah, it's it's, disgusting, and it'll just like jack up the hangover anxiety of fucking a million.
0: You don't want to be jittery. No, 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 and hungover. That's a bad. uh, No, but
1: but the uh, the 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 uh, Ignite products all natural freedom needed to conquer life. And they're packed with hydration benefits that your body deserves. Like they make you feel good. It's, it's not just sugar and caffeine or whatever else. There's no sugar, only 20 calories per can. And they have B vitamins, electrolytes, and it's naturally flavored. So there's nothing weird or chemically in there. Uh, Every review on Flaming Joe Ignite so far is uh, uh, the first can is that's a different flavor, and the second is okay, this is pretty good. Third can is damn it, this is my favorite drink in life. I wonder if I could just uh, butt chug it like Stevo. I guess people are people are wondering if they can do that, which you can. I mean, you
0: can do whatever you want. This is America.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Killcliff is offering Drinking Bros an exclusive offer: thirty percent off again. Uh, go to killcliff.com and use promo code drinkin'bros. That's K-I-L-L-C L-I-F-F dot com and use the promo code drinking bros and take advantage of that 30% off offer. I
0: uh yeah, who else we got today? Ghostbed? <laughs> Ghostbed.com, forward size Rigor bros. You all know ghost bed. Some of you are sleeping on one right now. Some of you are probably fucking on one right now. Ooh. And if you're fucking to the sound of my voice, uh that's that's very appropriate to do. There's a rich timber to my voice. Uh there's also a rich timber to the sound it'll make when your ball slap against your girlfriend or wife's ass while you're fucking her in a ghost bed, right? The acoustics mm-hmm. are great in those things. We always talk about the uh how soft the bed is, or how it's comfortable cooling, it is, the cooling mattress, the mattress protector, how great the pillows are. We very rarely talk about the acoustics, particularly during sex, particularly during anal sex, actually. Yeah. Um so you know, get yourself a ghost bed, It's 30% off everything. Go to GhostBed.com, for size Drinker Bros. Or, sorry, 40% off in the adjustable base. You got fucking great sheets that are also cooling. Like I said, there's three different types of pillows. One, the uh, <clears throat> the shredded pillow. You can actually remove material out of it or request more from them, and you can put more in to make the pillow whatever size you want. So there, it's it's the whole company is based on good customer service. That's why we like them.
1: We do. I like the guys, too. They came in. Oh, yeah. They're rich. Fun, yeah. fun guys. Um, and next up. Uh, Wait. Oh. Is this an ad? Yeah. Okay. Go for the ad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we have a uh, very important <laughs> advertiser because we're actually going to talk about some stuff mm. uh, in terms of using them later in the show. MyBookie. MyBookie.ag. Baseball's in full swing. The NBA playoffs are in full swing. Your mom's in full swing? Uh, Well, she's getting up there. I wouldn't call it full swing at this point. No pushing 70 and have, you know but she's still swinging pretty good yeah um according to my dad he sends me texts i don't ask for uh is that real no that'd be
0: funny <laughs> i'm gonna assert i'm definitely gonna do that <laughs> hey i beefed your mom last night and it's just a picture of her in the bed and me fucking thumbs upping like this
1: yeah that's for your you send it for like the kid's birthday like hey i recreated your uh coming yeah. into this world <clears throat> your existence happening in it's honor
0: in honor of you it's a good idea but you send it nine months prior yeah Like, this is your birthday gift. Well, my birthday is not for nine months. And then it's a picture that pops up of me banging his mom.
1: Yeah. Because you guys, I believe life begins at erection.
0: Yeah. Life begins when I say it does. (laughs) Actually, I'm with the George Carlin theory on that. Life doesn't begin until your name's in the phone book.
1: Oh, wow. But there are no phone books. Exactly. Are we all dead?
0: Well, I guess we'll see.
1: (laughs) Uh, But my bookie, uh, you can make each and every series matter, whether it's baseball or basketball. Uh, by having a stake in the game with mybookie.ag, regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, which we're going to talk about today uh, a little bit, or just looking to make some cash, mybookie gives you tons of options uh, to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And uh, if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we have some good tips. And we're actually going to get into those um, in a bit because I have some futures that I that I wanted to run by you, MLB futures, because there's some interesting odds the way... Uh, things have shaken out so far in terms of uh, MVP favorites and division winners and stuff like that. Uh, so you can bet those on mybookie.ag. And uh, like so we're getting those in a minute. Uh, go to mybookie.ag slash Bros. Sign up now and use our promo code, which is also Bros, uh, to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. If uh, you deposit $1,000, they'll give you $500. Uh, that's how that works. Uh, let them know we sent you. Uh, go to our very own URL, which is, again, MyBookie.ag slash Drinking Bros. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G slash Drinking Bros. Uh, and use our promo code, which, again, Drinking Bros, you know how to spell it. Uh, go get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Spe- <coughs> speaking of, I got some futures <clears throat> futures bets I want to run by you. Before
0: we do these futures bets, I want to address this Bob Brindley uh, shit. Oh, the do reg Yeah, so... Bob Bradley who is the <clears throat> former manager of a number of Major League Baseball teams, including the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks in what was one of the best World Series of all time.
1: Arguably right. the greatest ending to a World Series it of all m- time. Maybe
0: was, yeah. I mean, say what you want about Joe Carter and Mitch Williams. That was a great ending, too, but
1: but that was in game 7.
0: This one was like Dave Roberts stealing bases or that's I'm sorry that's in 2006. That one was a good one too with Dave Roberts stealing that base. What was it 2006? Four, but that was the that, an, was that was the ALCS. Yeah, it was the ALCS. Yeah. That was one of the best series of all time, but this is this one was a clearly offensively overmatched Arizona Diamondbacks team, but they had prime, like peak Curt Schilling and peak Randy Johnson. Yes. So good fucking luck, right? Right. And still with all that firepower. Do you
1: remember <clears throat> how uh just like flaccid you felt watching the Braves play them in that NLCS. Yeah, it was pointless. Yeah.
0: Like, why did you even play these fucking games? And that, <laughs> that was one of those years where the Braves had a good offense, but their pitching was shitty. Yeah. So it's like, fucking no, dude. You you If maybe the 90s Braves could have taken that team. Yeah. With Glavimatic Smoltz, but not with the fucking line. Anyways, <clears throat> Bob Brindley, uh, to, uh, about Marcus Stroman during the, the broadcast the other day. Said,
1: on, on the Diamondbacks <clears throat> broadcast, I believe.
0: Uh, yeah. So he said the following, uh, pretty sure that's the same do rag that Tom Seaver used to wear when he pitched for the Mets and Stroman tweeted onward and upward through all adversity and racist undertones. The climb continues through all, how is it racist? If he's saying that Tom Seaver, the whitest man of all time wore the same thing. Like 30 years ago. Why would that? How? What's? Where's the? Where are the racial undertones?
1: Yeah, I I was kind of confused <clears throat> by the uh, by what anyone. Marcus got, Stroman's got mad a about. cunt. <laughs> he
0: he's a fucking cunt. He's one of these like fucking social justice warrior guys, and he's been like this before. Any, anytime any time anybody criticizes him, it's a racist thing. It's a, yeah. he's he's like the fucking uh, Kyrie Irving of baseball. And I don't want to talk any more about this. This guy's a fucking piece of shit. I just wanted you to, to know that he's a piece of shit. That's it. Fair enough. Anyways, uh, speaking of social justice, Cleveland's uh, narrowed down its list. Um, Of team names? Yeah, it had 1,200 potential names, uh, vetting them for, you know, whether or not they're silly, uh, if somebody already has a trademark on them, blah, blah, blah. So now they've narrowed the list down to, uh, how many was it? I think seven or some shit. I don't remember. I think it says a number here somewhere, but I don't see it. Uh, so yeah, they'll, they'll have another, they'll have another name at some point soon. I think it should be something way more offensive. <laughs> like just the COVID-19s or something like that. <laughs> like just something like, fuck you for making us change our name. Although I don't really care about any of that. Anyways, let's get to gambling because a lot of this stuff is super interesting.
1: Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was looking, I was, you know, we're two months in and I was like, I wonder what, how the odds changed, changed on shit, right? Because mm-hmm. there was some interesting odds at the beginning of the season, but I found a couple where I was like, dude, that's not fucking bad Yeah, uh, to lay some money on. The first one is the Cubs, who have the second best record in the National League and are definitely not fucking sellers anymore. Like, no,
0: which is probably bad for them over the next five years, mm-hmm. that they had so much success this year. It would have been better if they had failed out of the gate and could have done smart business moves. Now they're fucked. Right. right? They'll... they'll probably get bounced in the first round of the playoffs this year and then suck for like six years after this. <laughs> this is the thing that – this is what keeps happening <clears throat> with Michigan football. They have just enough success to keep Harbaugh there. Right. And he sucks. He's, a, he's like the worst coach of all time. So, uh yeah, we'll see how that goes. But some of this stuff is real interesting. The Cubs are plus one, uh 325 to win the NL Central. I think that's a pretty good bet right now because – Nobody that I've seen play in the NL Central right now looks like they're fucking, they've got their head on it.
1: Nope. The Brewers are a ridiculously <clears throat> incomplete team. Uh, the yeah. Cardinals And their best
0: player has been hurt all fucking All
1: year. fucking year. Yeah. The Cardinals just lost Jack Flaherty. <laughs> yeah.
0: Who is their, he might be their best player, not just their best pitcher. Rightly, I mean,
1: Arenado and Goldschmidt.
0: This year, Goldschmidt.
1: Yeah, he's been falling off, but.
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about but lo- that. But losing
1: Flaherty is brutal.
0: Goldsch- Goldschmidt's hitting 240 right now. <laughs> uh, Arenado is uh, hitting 276. That's okay. Uh, but, yeah, losing Flaherty is brutal. They don't really have – I mean, they've got Kwang Hyun Kim uh, and Adam Wainwright, who is 75 years old. Yeah. They um, have John Gantt, who is actually pretty serviceable, but, I mean, his he, he's, he's – uh, He's, he's got a 160 ERA right now, but he's got a 160 ERA with a 1.5 whip. Yeah, so, so that's, that means that's it's not going to last. That's a lie. Yeah, yeah it's a lie. It's not a, that's not a real number. So <clears throat> the point of all that is, the two teams in the Central that you expect to contend are super banged up, and their hitters suck right now.
1: And also, weren't that good to begin with?
0: No, of course not, but neither are the Cubs, right? Right. Like, they're not that great either, so maybe, maybe their uh, situation is, is a little less real than the Giants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I think the Giants are for real, at least for the regular season. I don't know how sustainable this is for the Cubs because, I mean, Kyle Hendricks, 462 ERA, he's their number one pitcher. Right. Zach Davies, 465 ERA, number two pitcher. Jake Arrieta, 441 ERA, number three pitcher. So these numbers betray a deep, deep problems with the Cubs. On the front end of their rotation, which is what gives you success down the stretch. Yeah. So, but I mean,
1: dude, I, look, they, but they do have, yeah. Their their pitching sucks. Their lineups actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, their hitters are doing pretty well.
1: Like Chris Bryant is a top five player in the MLB right now. Yeah. Javi Baez is Javi Baez. I mean, he's yeah. slugging five sixteen. He's he's uh, got an OPS of eight hundred. Anthony Rizzo is a top 10 first baseman in the league. Like Rizzo's great. And then Wilson Contreras is a great catcher. And Ian Happ. And then just Jock Peterson's hanging out there too. I mean, like it's it's a good lineup.
0: Yeah, and they've got, uh, I would say they have, when Chris Bryant is at third base and not in the outfield, I would say they have a pretty exceptional defense as well. Yeah. I mean, Rizzo doesn't miss much. Uh, uh, Bryant doesn't miss much. Javier Baez is pretty good. Although Javier Baez makes a lot of great plays. He boots a lot of plays he should definitely make. Like, I, I don't know if he gets bored or takes his eye off the ball or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jock Peterson is not exactly crazy and left, but we all know about Jason
1: Hayward. He's one of the best Defender. defensive outfielders of all time, yep. probably. Um, I would say probably, <clears throat> I mean, Hayward might be a top 10 all-time right fielder. Pro- specifically. Probably,
0: well, right fielder specifically, yeah. I, he's probably top 25 defensively outfield of all time. I, would, I mean, look, you know who the best are. Willie Mays is probably the best. Yeah, Maybe yeah. him or Andrew Jones probably the best. Right. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> don't get me started on Jim Edmonds. Jim Edmonds had to make great plays because he was slow as fuck. Those are routine plays for a normal center fielder. I, I say this all the time. God, God damn it, I, man. I say
1: this all the time to piss off my St. Louis friends. What Jim Edmonds makes an amazing diving catch for, Andrew Jones gets standing up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, with one hand. <laughs> One-handed catches, and he's bored with it. and he fucking flips the ball into the infield. Right. Basically underhand from like 150 feet away. Better than I could throw Get it over. Get the fuck hand. out of here. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking insane. Um, <clears throat> Speaking of uh, Wilson Contreras, by the way, who is a very, very good baseball player, his little brother on the Braves. Pretty good. I fucking, I called this, my group of friends, that talk about Braves baseball a lot. I'm like, this kid right here is going to be the starting catcher in this team before this year is over. I didn't know it would be because of injuries. Right. Because, but, I, but when I saw him hit in spring training, I was like, holy shit.
1: He had a nice little <clears> cup <throat> of coffee with us last year. Yeah. And uh, did really well when yeah. Darno, I think, got a little banged up or something yeah. like that. This, this, or maybe with with Flowers, but whatever.
0: Yeah. He, he's, he, th- he is a legit major leaguer, and he is a way better hitter than I thought he was going to be. I mean, I knew he had a good swing. Um, I just didn't realize that he was going to develop so quickly. Yeah. Uh, he's fucking 20. I mean, he's 23. Yeah, he's a kid. But as a catcher, being able to hit that well this young.
1: And you just got you always got to bet on uh, catcher families.
0: Yeah, I mean the Molinas. Well, William Contreras uh, is on pace for 15 home runs. Uh, strikes out a lot though. Hey, Doesn't cute. walk much, but yeah, he's he's getting better. He's at that point right now that Austin Riley was at a couple of years ago. Yeah, where he's squaring the ball up pretty good when he does, but he's swinging a lot of stupid bullshit. Right. Austin Riley's not doing that anymore, and now he's hitting 300.
1: Austin Riley, I want to say, is top 30 in WRC Plus in MLB this year, which if you told me that before the year, I'd be like, oh, well, the Braves are going to win 110 games. Yeah.
0: Well, guess what? Getting there. Okay, uh, we're getting there. Uh, yeah, he's hitting, Austin Riley's hitting 302 with 10 homers and, and 25 RBI right now. And the 25, the, the lightness of the RBI is because he spent most of the first part of the year hitting like seventh. Right. Now he's hitting fourth well by necessity necessity. right but i don't think i would move him at this point i like all ozzy albies in the middle of the lineup and not at the front of it i like acuna at the top look a lot of this stuff goes against traditional baseball standards but that's where they hit well i don't give a shit
1: acuna's got to stay in the leadoff for basically the rest of his career
0: yeah and austin riley by the way has played every single game this year yeah every game he's a horse yep Big boy on pace for thirty home runs.
1: Uh, the Cubs are also plus two hundred five just to make the playoffs. So that'd be a wild card,
0: plus two hundred five just to make it. Yeah, and they're well. I mean, they're only up a game and a half right now. And we talked about how badly the other two teams, the the uh, Cardinals and the fucking Brewers, are struggling right now. So even with everything basically going right for them so far, except for the fact that their starting pitching sucks, uh, they're still only a game and a half up. Right. That's not. I, I don't. I wouldn't make that bet.
1: Uh, well, yeah, play. and then that the, <clears throat> and then that becomes dependent on the NL West as well, with the just making the wild card. Yeah. So, look of that. Uh, the Giants, who have the best record in the National League, plus thirteen hundred to win the West. Only plus one eighty four to win the playoffs, or to make the playoffs. I mean.
0: They're plus thirteen hundred to win the West. Yeah, that's probably right. They're not going to win. There's, there's no chance, unless the Dodgers have a complete collapse. Yeah, and well, the, and the Padres. And the Padres also have a complete collapse.
1: Um, I mean, Bellinger's back. Bellinger just hit a grand slam <laughs> in his first at bat back, I think. He had six RBIs in one inning.
0: The Giants are playing out of their mind right now. They're getting the best performances ever from three of their pitchers. Yeah. Uh, and they're a game up. Right. On two of the most loaded teams that exist. Yeah. So, good luck with that. But the playoffs... <clears throat> You're basically gambling on whether the Padres, either the Padres or the Dodgers, are going to fuck up because, look, that is a really good division. Uh, but you also have to take into consideration down the stretch. They're going to be hammering each other. Yep. Like, all the stuff we talked about before the season that would happen in the National League East, and you're seeing a lot of it now. They're, they're lighting each other up pretty good. Uh, it's going to start happening in the West as well, right? Why would right. it not? There's three good teams there. Uh, so, fuck, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would take that bet either. I'd sprinkle it. I would I'd, I would I'd sprinkle I would, the 1300. I would sprinkle the 1300 just in case they stay hot because they maybe they get up, maybe the Dodgers or Padres right. have an injury, maybe they get hot and get up so far that they can't catch up.
1: Right. If you have $50 <clears throat> to jack off, it's not a bad place yeah. to put it. Uh the this one I love. The Braves are not the favorite to win the NL East right now. They're only 4 games out. They're plus 290 to win the NL East. And plus 205 just to make the wild card game.
0: I'll take that plus 205 all day.
1: You don't like the plus 290? I,
0: I, mean, like, I like it too, but the plus 205 is ridiculous. Right. I mean, you're giving me two to one odds that they're even going to make the playoffs. Of course, they're going to make the fucking playoffs. Um, <clears throat> it's the Braves. They play well down the stretch. Almost, yeah. like, except for that one year that they had to collapse. Out of all these years, even the years that they've sucked, they've still played well down the stretch. Right. Just who they are as a team. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, take, I'll probably take both of those. Plus two ninety, plus two hundred five to win the E's to make the playoffs. I'll take both.
1: of those. I love that. I mean, the Mets. I don't <laughs> believe in the Mets, and we're ahead of the Phillies and the Nats. Who I mean, there's no, even with our injuries, I think the Atlanta is still the best team in that division.
0: Uh, well, yeah, probably talent wise, uh, they're they're scoring a lot of runs and they're giving up a lot of runs. They're yeah. scoring more runs than uh, pretty much everybody in baseball except for the Padres and, and Giants and uh, and Astros. I think. Uh, maybe the maybe the Rays, yeah. The Rays. I was I was
1: dipping into the stats today, uh, <laughs> looking at the Giants, and I was like, where are the Braves ranking in this? We are giving up a ton of home runs. I think we're in the bottom eight in home runs given up, or something like that. Maybe
0: they should start spitting on the ball more.
1: I would, uh, yeah. I mean, scuff that fucker up while you can. Do something. Uh, next up, these are both interesting. Acuna <laughs> plus three hundred to win the NL MVP. Tatis plus three seventy five.
0: Well, I mean, look, the only – right now, I would say Acuna is the, is the favorite for sure. Right. I mean, he is going wild right now. And nobody else in Major League Baseball, frankly, is, uh, is doing what he's doing except for maybe uh, uh, Vlad Guerrero, who's doing even better.
1: And, yeah, <laughs> right? but, but in the other league.
0: Yes. So Fernando Tatis is a little bit behind. He's also missed some games, and we'll see.
1: Well, so is Acuna, though. Yeah,
0: he's missed some games as well. I think Acuna is probably going to be hurt by the fact that uh, he's if it, if the Braves don't do well. I think there's a better chance that the Braves don't do well than there is a better. Yeah. There's a chance that the Padres don't do well, and that does come into play at the end of the year when voters are voting on right. MVP. Can,
1: can I give you three really juicy ones that I didn't put in the doc? Mm-hmm. So. Tatis and Acuna are the two favorites.
0: What's Vlad Guerrero Jr. right now for the AL? I have uh, that plus two sixty. 260. That's what I called before the season. I'll take that all goddamn day. He's, you know
1: he's not the favorite.
0: Uh, who is the favorite right now? Otani? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll take Vlad Guerrero Jr. I, I think, think that's a safe bet, especially if Otani gets hurt. Can, yeah, I don't think Otani can keep that. He's, he's never played a full season.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. So here's the, that's, so my point <laughs> with this on the NL side, Tatis and Acuna, both been hurt this year. Mm. Stands the reason they might get hurt again. Here are the next three favorites, and they've got pretty fucking good odds. Jacob deGrom, Mm. plus 900.
0: Mm. For MVP.
1: Yes. Chris Bryant, who is a top five hitter in the major leagues Mm -hmm. right now, and if the Cubs stay hot and even make the playoffs, that's going to boost his stock. Chris Bryant, plus 1,100. And then Nick Castellanos, who is also... I think a top top three hitter in the major leagues right now. Plus 1293. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. And then if anyone goes bananas in the second half, you've got uh, Freeman and Betts sitting down here at plus 2500.
0: Winning back to back is tough. Yeah. So I wouldn't count on Freddie. Uh, he also has had probably the worst start to a season in his career.
1: It's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. <clears throat>
0: Not that he's not hitting the ball hard. He's just suffering from quite a bit of bad luck. Um, But yeah, those are... those And Castellanos is especially interesting. Um, And I guess in the National League, DeGrom is as well, because if you come in with a sub-1.5 ERA and win games, I mean, those are the types of seasons we've seen pitchers win MVPs, right? Right. It's been rare that pitchers have won MVPs, but those are the types of seasons that they've done it.
1: Well, especially when there's no clear front runner. Right. And if Acuna and Tatis keep dipping onto the IL every mm. once in a while. I mean, fuck. Like, yeah, there has
0: to be some reward for staying on the field. Right. Right. Uh, although DeGrom's missed a couple of starts too. I think
1: he missed one or two. Yeah,
0: I think he missed two, but either way. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it'll be, I, Otani is, uh, obviously one of the greatest baseball players that I've ever seen in my life. Like the stuff that he does on both, like being it's able to do both of those things is crazy. But his MVP, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it depends on what his. So he's he's hitting two sixty three. His OPS is nine twenty seven. That's great, ridiculous. That is very good. Yeah, Vlad Guerrero Junior.'s OPS is one point one. Yeah, which is better. Yeah, <laughs> obviously by quite a bit. I mean the difference between. Uh, the difference between 0.927 and 1.105 is way more than just the number
1: distance between those two. Right. That, that is like... You see that and you <clears> think <throat> like, oh, two. That's the difference between great and Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, dude, nine will get you into the Hall of Fame if you're yeah. doing that for your career, but yeah. 11 is you're into Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds yeah. territory. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is... <clears throat> Vlad Guerrero Jr. is currently having one of the best seasons in baseball history. We'll see if you'll be able to maintain that.
1: Yeah. Who well, knows, so right. I have that up in a bit. Uh, the last one I thought was interesting uh, because DeGrom has hit, taken some IL hits and who knows mm-hmm. what will happen. Uh, Woodruff has two, but for, that was for COVID. Brandon Woodruff is plus 700 to win the NL Cy Young.
0: I can see that. That's, that's a good bet, actually. I'd probably sprinkle that. Yeah. I, and I might sprinkle Otani, too, and here's why. Uh, 1.2 wins above replacement as a pitcher, 1.7 as a hitter. So he's still at two point nine. Black Guerrero is at three. That's pretty goddamn close. Yeah. And I don't know how much the old baseball writers place war uh, on the importance level, or if it's glamour, stats, or what it is. I mean, I think they try to make pretty good decisions about this stuff. You don't see MVPs in Major League Baseball go to weird people very frequently. It's usually, no. I mean, if there's not a front runner, there's at least you could at least make the case for like, yeah, that makes sense. I understand why
1: they did that. So the last really controversial one, and it wasn't that controversial was Cabrera over trout. When Cabrera had the crippled, uh, triple crown.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he won the fucking triple crown for the first time in 40 years. Right. Give him the goddamn award. Right. I I know,
1: I know like trout had a 10 war season, but like, I mean, it's a fucking triple crown.
0: Yeah. But Otani, I mean, and maybe that's why Otani will win because it's it's so unique and and remarkable and historic what he's
1: doing right i mean he's to he's give... only
0: one in one by the way, he's pitching seven games and he's got two decisions saying you
1: know. i uh, you know what I think your theory though <laughs> that how they should use him as a fucking closer that would pretty much guarantee him an m v p he
0: should be if he if he batted every day and I think he would hit probably two eighty or higher at least uh and probably for more power and keep in mind he's fifth and seventh respectively in home runs and rbis in league i feel like he would hit even better for average if that's all he did every day was hit right you know what i mean so if he's hitting let's say he's hitting 280 and he's hitting 30 to 40 home runs a year with what he's going to have which is 100 rbi and he's got 30 to 50 saves depending on you don't not give that guy he he should win the mvp every single year it's
1: it's There's no other person. And he
0: might win every series MVP in every playoff game he plays in as well. You know what I mean? If you hit two home runs and bat fucking 300 in a series and you have two, three saves, you're the MVP. Every single time. It's not even fucking close. So I just don't understand what the fucking point of using him like this is. It's, yeah. It's really irritating. Well, and
1: you would get to see him more if he came out of the bullpen. Yeah,
0: you would get to see him every single day on the field. And then probably three times a week, right? In the bullpen,
1: yeah. So, um, whatever, whatever. Uh, next up, uh, Sean, you want to pull this video up? There was a murder at Minute Maid Park.
0: Uh, an actual murder, or just some dude got his
1: ass kicked? Some dude got his ass fucking destroyed. Watch this video; it is insane. Right. He tries to get back up. You really can't uh, just leave your temple exposed like that. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm not a professional fighter, but I'm pretty sure getting punched repeatedly in the temple is not good for
1: you. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not... Uh, not how things go. That was. Uh,
0: he should have drank more orange juice, man. Because you're in Minute Maid, bitch. That's uh, yeah. You don't want to get beat up in a place called Minute
1: Maid. Beat up, by the way, by a uh, by a uh, road fan. That was the guy in a Mookie Betts jersey. Yeah.
0: What What are all those fans standing around there doing? Like this one fucking cuck right here that can't grow a real beard is like, get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> this is a safe space. Jump over that thing. Rip that guy's Mookie Betts jersey off. Tied around his neck, throw him out of the field, man. <laughs> Burn this guy alive. What the fuck happened to sports rivalries? Well, that's what happened. You've got cucks like this. I mean, did you, did you see that John Christ uh, video on Instagram the other day? It was just one of his stand up shows that he posted. And he goes, Can you imagine if there was a real war and a draft right now? Like no, the, type of, the type of 18 to 25 year olds we would send over oh to God, fucking fight yeah. that war. It's like, it uh, looks like there's a lot of pollen out today. So, <laughs> not going. This is what you're seeing right now. Look at that guy right there. I'm way less worried about the guy getting his ass kicked than I am the guy right here who thinks action is to point at the person doing the assault and say, get out of here. <laughs> that guy, he's the meme. It's not the knocked out guy.
1: <clears throat> Pathetic. Hey, buddy. We don't take kindly to assault around here. Yeah. You're going to have to leave. Yeah. Yeah, it is. What were you going to say? Somebody... No, I was going to say, what's going on in Houston where like the opposing fans keep taking over? Like uh,
0: well, look, Houston fans are on their heels right now. Yeah, it's a it, rough. They're in a they're in a kind of like a semi indefensible position, right? Like, how do you defend like out like definite cheating? Right. <laughs> it's not. It was different with fucking uh, with steroids and shit because it was one player here, one player there. This was like an organization wide <laughs> kind of thing, and it wasn't just Houston, by the way. But they're the ones that took all the heat for it, right? So I think Houston fans are just like they're glad it wasn't worse. So it's like, all right, cool, just let, <laughs> whatever, man.
1: How much? So that was a Dodger fan, right? <clears throat> how much fucking how much of that World Series do you think he was taking out on that guy's face right there?
0: Probably a lot. I think Cody <laughs> Bellinger probably called him. He was like, Hey, get my MVP back from that guy right there. It's <laughs> like, Well, that's not really how it works, Cody, but it's like, I'll whoop his ass, sure. Yeah,
1: sure. I got you, Cody. Yeah. Yeah, you don't fuck with Dodger fans, you don't fuck with Philly fans. You don't fuck with Dodger fans. People are like, Oh, LA's soft or what like no, no they stab not at Dodger Stadium, they're not. Dodger Stadium is is not Silver Lake. Mm-mm.
0: No, that's Chavez Ravine, my man. You don't want to fuck around out there. No. It's, it is in a ravine where there's one entryway and one exit point. Like, there's one way in and out of that thing. <laughs> Before the game, I think there's six lanes. All of them go in. Yeah. And then after the game, all of them go out. Yeah. So you don't want to fuck around there there's, unless you got a fucking helicopter somewhere nearby. No. Or you're going to uh, flee on foot. <laughs>
1: Well, at least you die with a beautiful view. You get the mouth. It is nice
0: there, and maybe with a Dodger dog in your mouth. Yeah. Which is not very good, honestly. Everybody's talking about Dodger dogs. It's, what? A, it's a hot it's, dog. It's like three uh, inches longer than it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to be impressed. It's still shitty meat. Yeah. Fuck off.
1: I do. The one thing I loved about Dodger Stadium, and I still love about it, and I'm going to be annoyed when they eventually tear it down, is I'm oh, like, man, I'm just so happy to be in a like, shitty ballpark again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's gorgeous and I love it, but it's like, it feels like a stadium.
0: It almost makes me miss uh uh the oakland coliseum yeah it's it was the last after Cincinnati built the great American ballpark I think it was the last of those old concrete cookie cutter stadiums I, I think
1: uh old Bush was the last one other than coliseum
0: was did new bush get built after new bush the got new american like new american ballpark was like o five maybe? yeah but new bush
1: right. was uh six mm
0: <clears throat> yeah so it was one of the last of those old shitty stadiums and it was it was it was so shitty it was cool you know what i yeah. mean like it was it was like the going to the alamo except for it was the, like go, don't go to the fucking alamo don't come to fucking texas and go to the goddamn alamo it's the size of the fucking room
1: i'm in right now yeah, fuck that place it's not big. by the way we
0: lost that why do you want to go see that shit <laughs> go see some shit we won
1: go to san jacinto
0: yeah or anywhere other than the goddamn Alamo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's cool if
1: you want to see musket holes and musket ball holes in a wall. Yeah,
0: I don't care about any of that.
1: Um, yeah, you put bullets in walls already. Right. You've seen enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, I, I like the shitty city. I like it when the just concrete smells like beer and cigarette smoke from forty years ago or piss. I mean, that's also, also that. likely. Yeah, also uh, that
0: old Yankee Stadium was like that. <clears throat> and I guess Fenway is probably still like that. Yeah, well, Wrigley they, too. They they kind of semi rebuild Fenway a lot though from the inside out. Oh really? Yeah. They 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 upgrade not upgrade but they fucking like oh maybe there's upgrade. They they change the stuff inside of the guts of Fenway quite a bit. They just don't do anything cosmetic because yeah. they want to keep it the same.
1: I don't think Wrigley's <clears throat> been that updated. They put lights and they added some, maybe some luxury stuff, but like the, in the guts of it, when you walk in, it seems like it's from a hundred fucking years ago. Yeah.
0: When was the first night game at Wrigley? 1988. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was late. They were the last team to have a fucking night game.
1: So that means, by the way, that in the Ferris Bueller scene, in uh, Ferris Bueller's day yeah. off or whatever, they were playing day games constantly. Correct. Because yeah. that was pre-88. That yeah, was like
0: he could have just gone to the game. Yeah, fucks wrong with you, dude. I was, you go wreck your fucking buddy's dad's uh uh por- what was it Porsche, right? Yeah, yeah, sports car. And then you try for some reason you thought that running the engine would turn the fucking thing backwards, turn the odometer back. That's not how that works. No, I don't think. You also, put, you, what did you put it in reverse and fucking yeah, some stupid shit like that. Anyways, <clears throat> go to Wrigley.
1: Go to Wrigley. Just yeah. get drunk at Wrigley and in Wrigleyville.
0: Yeah, Wrigleyville. I mean, just, you can walk. The the good thing about. Wrigley, which is also the worst thing about Camping World Stadium, which is the worst place I've ever been in my life.
1: Which one is that? That's, is that or, the... that's Orlando. Okay. <clears throat> Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Oh, God. It's where some shitty yeah.
0: soccer team plays or some bullshit. Yeah, Orlando City. But I went there for, that, for the opening game last year. It was like Florida versus uh, somebody. Uh,
1: Florida-Michigan played there a few years ago.
0: Mm, I don't think yeah. it was Michigan. It was Florida and somebody. That was oh, like, Miami.
1: Or no. Yeah, they played, they opened against Miami a year or two ago. It was, it it was the first game of the season. Miami LSU?
0: No, it was Florida for sure because we took our buddy who's a Florida graduate there, but I don't remember. It doesn't matter who it is. We went there. Game was okay. It was pretty good, right? And uh, trying to get out of there afterwards, obviously, the, our, it it was a shit show and um, no Ubers anywhere near anything. The closest business with doors and a fucking roof on it was McDonald's about a mile and a half away which is where everybody went people were like sleeping out on the grass (laughs) in the McDonald's parking lot because they had figured out there was nowhere else to go and there's ghetto in every direction Yep, right. so we walked back to the arena and found some the two guys that were driving uh, a moving truck that had brought in uh, stands and stuff were out on the field they were part of the company that provided all that shit we paid them cash to get us the fuck out of there that's the only way we get out. Fuck that place. But Wrigleyville, on the other hand, you could stay there for like 10 hours after the game. Yep. That could, that's your Even if it's a fucking early day game, that's your whole day right there. 100%. you want it to be.
1: Well, fuck. I mean, you kind of like do the baseball equivalent of tailgating. You go you hit the, the pub or whatever at like 9 in the morning, 8 in the morning for like a noon game, drink for a couple hours, and then uh, go to the game, drink there for a couple more hours, and you just go back out into Wrigleyville. Yeah. And just get fucking stupid. Why not? It's a good time. Uh, last one, real quick. Uh, there's not too much to dive into on it, but we have a home run race. It might not be for 61 or a record or anything, but, uh, Vlad grow jr. And Ronald can jr. Are trading blows for who's going to win the home run crown this year?
0: <laughs> yeah, they are who you this, got. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> these are the two people, by the way, not that I'm fucking s- so smart about it or anything. It's, they seem like obvious picks to me, but these are the two people I picked for MVP in their respective leagues this year. Right. And if it comes down to a home run race to close out the season, I think they both will win the MVP because all the the attention. Yeah, the press. press, Yes. So we'll see. Uh, uh, I don't, what is, um, what is, I'd I'd have to look at their batting average on bowl and play here.
1: Uh, Acuna's BABIP is 285. So he's kind of low. 300 is average. If anyone doesn't know. Uh, and Vlad Guerrero, although home runs don't count in Babbitt. Right. Uh, and uh, Guerrero's is a uh, 333. So Guerrero is uh, having luck, getting a little bit of luck, and, and Acuna has been a little bit unlucky, yes. Uh, if anything. Right. And then Acuna, obviously, Acuna's played in six less, five less games. So he's got a little bit of a higher home run uh, per nine or whatever. Or home run per mm. at bat. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so if he stays healthy, one would assume based on rate, he would be the favorite potentially. But Guerrero is A, <laughs> goddamn insane, and B, has stayed healthy. He's played 54 games, he's played pretty much the max. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, he also
0: plays, uh, he DHs, so his exposure to potential injuries way right. less. Uh, he doesn't steal bases, so his exposure to potential injuries way less. I think that Acuna will probably, uh, particularly if the Braves are in competition at, towards the end, he'll be playing a lot, but he might get a rest day here or there. Yeah, uh, and I don't think that will be the case for Vlad Guerrero because the Blue Jays fucking suck. Yeah, they're not gonna, right? They're not playing for shit. They're no.
1: they're playing for <clears throat> Vlad Guerrero to get at bats. Right. Essentially.
0: So I think. Uh, the good news for Vlad is that he's going to be playing a bunch of not all that competitive games towards the end of the year mm-hmm. against division rivals that don't give a fuck about the Blue Jays. Right. And he's probably going to get... I, I, I would, if I had to guess, I would say Vlad would win
1: uh, for that reason. Playing in a division with worse pitching too.
0: <clears throat> Decidedly worse, yes. Yeah. I mean, the that that's the rub for all the teams at the top of the fucking AL. Uh, the surprising Boston Red Sox, but I mean... Uh, 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 Tampa Bay lost quite a bit of their fucking pitching as yep. well right yeah. last year. Now, they've got decent pitching this year, but not, nothing like last year. So we'll see. I mean, I think he's he's probably primed to hit more for all those reasons. Acuna likes to slide around and dive for shit out there and steal bases and all that. He's already missed some games this year. And, yeah, I, I would say Vlad. Plus, he's uh, – what did? <clears throat> are you on uh, Fangraphs? Yeah. What's the exit VLO?
1: Uh, on who, Vlad? On both. Uh, let's see here. That's like buried. Always It'll tell like you
0: kind of how much they're squaring up the ball and shit.
1: Yeah, it's always kind of fucking buried, advanced. Uh, let me find this shit. No.
0: And Vlad Vlad is getting a little bit of luck right now, too, and sometimes that's how it works. Okay.
1: Exit velocity <clears throat> for Guerrero is... Uh, where the fuck did that go? Oh, here we go. Uh, 94.9 this year. Damn. And for wow. Acuna Jr. He's probably 91.
0: If I had to guess, it would be somewhere. Okay, there. so
1: it's, he, <clears throat> Acuna Jr. is uh, 94.7. Oh, wow. And hold on, i got to recheck Guerrero because they're both in the 94s. 94.9. He was 94.9, <clears throat> is that yeah. what I said? Yep. Yeah, okay. So they're right. They're dead ass on each other. What
0: about barrel rate?
1: Because uh, they're
0: striking out of commensurate rates yeah. as well.
1: Uh, so, <clears throat> Vlagarow Jr. is at fourteen point nine barrel rate. Okay. And uh, Ronald Cunha Jr. is at. By the way, if you don't uh, use Fangraphs, use Fangraphs. Yeah, I they have fucking, the best data. I love Fangraphs. Um, we should get some Fangraph guys on here. Actually, I really like. Yeah. It. Uh, oh, Cunha's twenty. Damn.
0: <laughs> How is that possible?
1: He said a 20% barrel rate. And by the way, we said, uh, Jr. Is at, uh, 14 or whatever. Fucking Acuna was at 16 last year for the year.
0: Wow. <clears throat> I mean, Otani's barrel rate, who's number, I think he's number two in the league is 17.2 and he's having a great season. Right. Acuna ahead of that.
1: Uh, So, okay, hold on, let me look at this one real quick. A number of batted balls with an exit velocity of 95 miles an hour or higher. Acuna, uh, 82. Vlad Guerrero, that's for this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vlad Guerrero is 86, actually. Mm -hmm. So uh, Acuna is getting uh, a higher barrel rate, but uh, Vlad Guerrero has a couple more, 95 or higher they're both fucking smoking baseballs
0: what we're learning here is that uh this is going to be a really fun season yeah. hopefully both of these guys stay healthy it'll be <clears throat> it'll be great if in the last three to four weeks of the season they're both in the fucking low to mid 40s and they're, they're approaching 50 yeah. and they're going back and forth like that i mean it's just day to day i remember Towards the end, uh, <clears throat> McGuire started to pull away, but for a while there, it was like the lead switched almost two or three times a week. Yeah, just depending on when the games are played. It was it was that's the most exciting
1: season of baseball of all time. And I mean, they're both on pace for like fifty four, fifty five right now. Somebody goes nuts. You're you're looking at a you're looking <coughs> at a, a a quote unquote like legitimate Maris record break right.
0: Yeah, I mean, technically, the Maris record break wasn't legitimate, right?
1: Right, that had an asterisk. Blah, blah, blah. Because I mean, it was 162 instead of 154 or right. something. Yeah. By the way, if you've never seen the movie... It's 60... eight
0: games to hit one home run. Yeah. And it took him eight games to hit that one home run, too. So, maybe... I mean, he at least tied, though. Because he had... He, was he tied did tied yeah. At 154, so whatever, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, th- that would be great. I don't expect something like that, but you never do. Um, what I do expect... Is for Vlad Guerrero to come really close to the Triple Crown. Yeah, now a 22 year old winning the Triple Crown would be something we haven't seen since ever. <laughs> I think the last person to win it before uh, uh, Miggy was Carlos uh, Stremsky, right in the 70s.
1: Yeah, Yaz yeah, was the last one in the AL. The NL was all the way back to the 20s. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the Cardinals. Like, well, the for... one
0: before Jastrzemski in the American League was fucking Ted Williams in, when the year he had 404, right? I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah, something I mean, like that
1: was that. in the fucking 40s. I want to say, like, <clears throat> fuck, man, I can't remember. But it was in the 20s. The Cardinals one might have been, like, Enos Slaughter or something ridiculous oh, like that. Uh, let me check Enus that. Slaughter. Let me check that last NL Triple Crown. It was, I know it was a Cardinal. Oh, I'm sorry, Medwick. Yeah, for the Cardinals. Uh, Ducky Medwick. I want to say it was his fucking name. Joe Medwick. I think they called him Ducky, though. I could be wrong about that. But Joe Medwick for the Cardinals in 37. Sorry, not the 20s. Uh, yeah, uh, Guerrero Jr. is second in RBIs, first in homers. And uh, let's where is that? where is he at in average?
0: Uh, uh, he's
1: second. Second in average? Okay. Well, no, he's first in the American League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <clears throat> he's first in the American League in... Average home runs second he's, by one.
1: He's first in the American League and average by twenty points. Yeah. Like that's he's doing pretty good on that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's not he's not doing poorly. No, no. And again, he's on a team that has low expectations, there's no pressure, and uh nobody takes them seriously. Yeah. So not even playing <clears> in their home park. I don't think you, you don't hear much about these assholes. You don't hear much about the Blue Jays because they're young. This guy's having one of the best seasons we've seen in a very, very long time. Probably, I would say this is one of the best seasons for a sub-25 guy of all time so far. You would have to lump in trout. You'd have to lump in uh, mantle. You would have to lump in pools. But there haven't been a lot of these sub twenty five seasons that have no. been like truly historic seasons. He's having one of them right now. I mean, but Acu- so is Acuna, right?
1: Acuna is, <clears throat> a, yeah, he's twenty three. I mean, Acuna had a, a damn near forty forty season at twenty one. Yeah, yeah.
0: He he's not gonna ever do that.
1: I think he's kind of he's only he only has eight <clears throat> stolen bases this year, and I think they've even kind of told him like, yeah, that's sexy, but like, right? Let's use your bat.
0: Yeah, you keep him on the field. Yeah,
1: I mean, talk with your bat.
0: That home run he hit the other night where. <clears throat> It's uh, I think it was one two, no, yeah, it was one two, and fastball low and away, fucking put a good swing on it but fouled it off. Fastball inside, guy missed, didn't wasn't his pitch though, fouled it off again. Then got another fastball low and away and fucking drilled it like he. That is what you see from perennial all star potential Hall of Fame players is, yeah. uh. uh ruining the pitches he doesn't like yeah. and then putting a good swing on the last one. Yeah. Like that's that is that's that's pro shit right there. I mean, it, it, he's a very impressive kid. And the amount of progress he's making this early in his career is – I don't think he's as good as Mike Trout. I don't think anybody is. I think Mike Trout's the best baseball player ever. Right. I think he's the best hitter of all time. Yeah. I don't think anybody's even close to that guy, frankly. But uh, Acuna is going to go down as one of the best – Probably twenty fucking thirty hitters of all time if he keeps this shit up,
1: I mean he is right now I mean <clears throat> it's it's fucking crazy that he's twenty three and I have such
0: a long career of doing it, like yeah some guys got great at some point and had great seasons. they had like a great five to six year run or even maybe ten, but he's got the potential to do this for fifteen plus years, and you after that amount of time, you put up like crazy numbers yeah it it's, it just gets gaudy at some point. So. I mean,
1: so he is twenty <clears throat> what fucking three yeah twenty three and five months right he's going to hit a hundred homers in his next couple days, yep uh so most people don't come up till they're twenty three twenty four right so yeah. he just got a hundred homer head start yeah on <coughs> on his resume I mean like it's weird that he's the type of guy where it's like, yeah, I'll be it's literally a disappointment if he doesn't hit five hundred home runs, right like something went horribly wrong if this guy doesn't hit five i mean at this point six hundred
0: the player he's most similar to at this point in his career is Frank Robinson. That guy was pretty good. It's a hall of famer. Yeah. At this point in his, not, not at this point in his career, but for his career, he's got the same, like he's got his similar scores, uh, line him up with Juan Soto, who's also young, but Aaron judge who's been around a while, uh, and, and Luke Voit, who's, uh, been around a while as well. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's way ahead of the game. We'll see if he can stay healthy. I mean, he, He's, it seems like he's taking less risk now, which yeah. I think is good.
1: Yeah. That, that, the stolen bases tell me that he's <clears throat> yeah he's not really looking to hurt himself. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, okay. that's, that's all I got for today.
0: Yeah, we'll see if Jake DeGrom can keep up that .71 ERA, but don't sleep on Brandon Woodruff with the 1.27, or Kevin Gossman with a 1.4, or Tawan Walker with a 1.84, or Trevor Rogers with a 1.87. When's the last time we had this many goddamn pitchers? In June that have sub-two ERAs. Five goddamn pitchers with sub-two ERAs. That's fucking insane. And then another two guys that are within fucking hundreds percentage points of that.
1: How many of them have like 100 strikeouts already?
0: Uh, I don't know. Let's see how many people with 100 strikeouts. Um, Three people. Shane Bieber, Tyler Glasnow, Garrett Cole. Good Lord. One, two, three more with 90 plus.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's wild times.
1: June. (laughs) <laughs> we're, looking at, we're looking at Randy Johnson numbers for pedestrians here.
0: Yeah. Well, let's, let's call it Nolan Ryan numbers since he's the only person to strike out 300 people in six seasons. 383 in one season, by the way, and <sighs> in 270 innings.
1: Back when motherfuckers weren't swinging like idiots. No,
0: he struck out Ron Washington 39 times in his career. <laughs> That's the most time anybody has struck out anybody else ever.
1: Well, Ron had cocaine to do.
0: Yeah, for sure. He had to get home.
1: Yeah, he just has like... Psh, psh,
0: psh. Like, he's he'll swing yeah. at that fucking 0-2
1: pitch in the dirt he's like, man, I'm fucking done with this Yeah, I'm fucking... This is over. I've got to get Here to, high. Here to party. Uh, all right, well, that's it. That's all I got for today. That's all we got for today. Um, Dan Holloway. Rob Fox,